0: Marianne Williamson. Welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Palacios. Join me as I interview interesting and empowering people, discuss spirituality, mindset, business, and much more. My intention is to always remind you your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Now let's open our minds and hearts and let's get into it. Beautiful angels, welcome back. It's been a very long time since I've been on the podcast scene, and let me just say I have missed this platform so much. Funny enough, the last episode I did was called I'm Back, and I did intend for that episode to be my comeback to the podcast, but then Life got in the way. So much has happened since we've last been here. I even took a break off of YouTube these past few months. And this was not intentional. I feel like my breaks have not been intentional, but they are much needed. I am a person, I can tend to be pretty hard on myself when it comes to putting out content and being productive. And one thing I have really faced head on during this break is my need for perfectionism. My need for my videos to be absolutely perfect, to not say anything wrong, to just be wholly beneficial. And I feel like that in a way has made me kind of pull back from social media because with social media, as many of you know, especially those of you who are content creators, I do not like the term influencer. I don't use the term influencer to refer to myself, nor people who are in the social media sphere. I like to say content creators because I don't believe that you are just inherently influencing. You are actually creating content, thus putting it out there. Side note aside, I just realized that I was putting too much pressure on myself to be perfect And I think that has just been the climate in social media where we have to censor ourselves and not say certain things and say things the right way or else we're, you know, and and that's a big part, cancel culture, all of that. That's a big thing that I just don't resonate with. I don't agree with it. Many of you guys know that. And I think it stifles creativity more than anything. And so that's been my thing. I have taken a step back and really allowed myself to think about the kind of content I want to put out and the kind of quote unquote influence, I guess you can say, I want to put out there to help. That has always been, and I will continue to say, my intention and my theme and just the energy I put behind everything I do is to help. And so that's also a big thing is I put a lot of pressure on myself to help as many people as possible. And when you do that, you run the risk of just running dry. You know, you stretch yourself too thin. And in that sense, you can't be creative. So my podcast, Taking Back Your Power, is something that I've been doing since 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. And it has been kind of like my side passion project aside from YouTube. And now that podcasting has become so big as it has now, I mean, podcasts are everywhere. It's like a mainstream form of entertainment, information, whatever. A lot of people are listening to podcasts now. It is kind of more of a pressure thing as well. So that's something that I'm very honest and open about with you guys is this idea of pressure, perfectionism, and all those things. So one thing that I'm also wanting to do is show up more authentically as myself and be as authentic as possible while still being able to maintain a level of privacy. That's something I've always been adamant about. And you guys know I'm not the type of content creator to put out vlogs and talk a lot about my personal life or drama, and it's not because my life is... (laughs) void of any of those things. It's just because I am very introspective and I go through things on my own. And in my real life, in my personal life, I am very selective on who I relay certain information to. And that's just something that I've learned as I've gotten older, is that not everyone deserves to know your business and not everyone should know your business. You must protect your energy, you must protect your space, protect what is sacred to you. And in that sense, you feel less out of controlling your life. Because when we have everything out in the open, it's kind of like we're leaving ourselves in those vulnerable parts of ourselves open to those who may not have our best interests at heart. So that's another side note. So that's kind of where I've been in my headspace, but the biggest thing that has been going on lately is my inner development. As you all know, these past couple of years, I have really been awoken to the inner divine feminine and been on this journey of releasing and relaxing and being my true self in my most divine feminine form. Something that didn't come easily to me after going through high school and college and getting into this hustle mentality. And I'm not saying I know a lot of people, I always have to give these disclaimers because a lot of people always think, oh, well, you're saying that having your own business isn't feminine. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that when you are in an entrepreneurial space, making money and working hard, it is and more masculine energy, and that's nothing wrong, it's not that divine feminine does not work in the entrepreneurial space, it's just that me personally, I was suppressing my divine feminine, suppressing my feminine traits, thinking that they were weaker, when in fact all I needed to do was cultivate them, and that would help me be even more successful than ever before, and allowed me to be more authentically myself. And so that's a realization that I had. I've shared that a lot in my videos and in podcasts, of course. I created the Goddess Reset course, which is still available, and it is still happening. I am working on new updates to the course, and I wanted to make a group coaching module for it, for those of you who were craving more community, more support, than just doing this self-paced, self-study course. So that whole journey made me face my fears of not being overly productive. And what I mean by that is that I had a really, I mean, for years, I think this is probably something that started for me when I was maybe 19 or 20. I got into this, Really stringent, just strict hustle culture mentality. And I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with this because I know a lot of you I've spoken with, a lot of my clients, this is something that usually is ingrained into you early on, especially through traditional schooling, you know, going through high school, trying to get the best grades. Be as involved in as many things as possible to make sure your resumes look great for potential colleges or for internships and trying to be as involved in stretching yourself thin in so many areas. And while there are people who thrive in that, for many people, myself included, that can lead to a lot of burnout, anxiety, and just all types of things. And I do believe in the power of hard work. I truly do. But I believe hard work should not be wasted. That energy, that precious work energy, should not be wasted on things just because somebody told you to do them or just because they'll look good on paper, on a resume, on your applications. I think that when we work hard in an area where we really thrive and our talents and our goals and everything just kind of meets in the middle, of course for some people it's a little bit more difficult to find. If you haven't found it yet, it's okay. Keep finding, keep searching, keep trying new things, but For those of us who know what we thrive in and what we're good at, it can lead to burnout when we stretch ourselves out too thin, doing things, working hard in all these different areas where perhaps we're not as talented in, or perhaps we don't resonate with. And so that was my mentality. I was trying to do a lot and I had this idea ingrained in my head, work hard, work hard, work hard. If I wake up a little later, I am... Lazy. If I don't go to sleep at a certain time, I'm going to waste my entire morning tomorrow when in reality I was a night owl and I was my most creative and productive at night. So I went through all these different things in my head and I feel like a lot of voices, a lot of external voices were in my head at the time. This is my early 20s. I'm 27 now, but... In my early 20s I just heard the voices of parents of you know siblings of professors of teachers people told me that oh I'm I'm too lazy or I'm not working hard enough and when in reality it wasn't that I was lazy or not working hard enough it was just that I was suppressing my divine feminine which is inherently more creative and I was in turn trying to ad- adopt more masculine traits of, you know, this kind of work, this future planning, having everything in line. And those things are great. And a lot of you, whether you're male or female, you can operate in any sphere of the masculine or the feminine. And a lot of us are operating in the spheres of the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine. If this is something you guys would like for me to talk a little bit more about, then let me know. But there's just, there's so much to go into. With masculine, feminine, divine, masculine, divine, feminine, wounded, masculine, wounded, feminine. And when you get to understand yourself and see in what spheres you're operating in, maybe you're somewhere in the middle, maybe you found a balance. It's really liberating to be like, oh, that's why I feel out of balance here. That's why I feel like I'm burnt out. That's why I feel like I'm not myself. So, long story short, I. These past couple years, I mean last year I did take a break from YouTube. I think it was about four or five months off of YouTube. And I'm now currently on another break. I am planning on going back soon and took a break from this podcast. And these breaks, if I would have done them a couple years ago or more, you know, whenever I was in this mentality, it would have really hurt my ego. It would have really made me scared. I would have think, wow, if I don't create content, everyone's gonna forget about me. Or my, all my work that I've worked on, all, everything I've done on YouTube will be down the ditch. Oh my goodness. The, that person who started off later than me has way more subscribers. So it's kind of like when you do things like that, like taking breaks, especially when you've been conditioned in the hustle culture, it's like falling in a vat of freezing water. <laughs> it's like you are just pushed out of sorts and out of bounds. And the way I pushed past that discomfort was pretty much started in the beginning of the year. I said, you know, 2020 was such a difficult year, regardless of what happens this year or what craziness arrives, I am going to try to enjoy my life. So my 27th birthday, I had this really, really beautiful, relaxing birthday trip to Vieques Island, which is an island off of Puerto Rico, and rented this big, beautiful house with my friends and my sister and her little family. And, you know, and it was just, it was exactly what I needed. It was just nature. It was being by the ocean, waking up next to this beautiful blue ocean, being out on the boat. And it was, it was more than I could ask for. I had such a beautiful time connecting with the people I love, with my best friends that I've had for years, and it was just kind of like a reset, you know, I'm 27, I'll be 30 in a few years, I have come out of a really difficult year, and there's so much newness in my life, new relationships, and so much to look forward to, it was like a clean slate for me, so... I was kind of back and forth on that trip whether or not I should vlog it and share it, but for me it just felt like such a sacred time for me that where I could just be present, I was hardly on my phone and oh my goodness, it just felt like liberation. And after that happened, I, you know, just so much newness happened after my birthday And truly, you know, I manifested just, you know, God brought so much into my life, so much change, so much good change. And when things start to change in your life fundamentally, and I mean really change, it's like you need time to not recalibrate, but almost shed the old skin and start growing the new skin. And that's how I've been feeling is when we go through changes and change is something that can be very hard for human beings. And even though me, I've always prided myself in loving change and loving adventure and spontaneity. And when life throws new things at me, because for so long, my life was very stagnant and I felt very stagnant, maybe from about 23 to 26 I felt very stagnant and I, I would you know find new adventures to go on and do different things because I was looking for that moment you know I was searching for that change to come in my life, and I think a lot of us in our twenties we can resonate with that restlessness and at any age you can be in your thirties and have that restlessness, but that's how I was, so it was like. All of those things that I had been waiting for came to me (laughs) in these past three months. And wow, it is difficult. It is scary. And the most important thing when you're going through change and you see the fruits of your labor, you see all this inner work kind of blossom and bloom, it's really easy for us to kind of be afraid of it, and want to get back into our little cocoon, and I remember thinking at the beginning of 2021, you know, this is the year of the butterfly, this is the year, you know, last year was very much a cocoon year for me, and for probably many of you, and it's tough in the cocoon, it's rough in the cocoon, (laughs) it's scary, it's dark in the cocoon, but it's what we know, so when we we are able to crack out of that and see the light and see something new and feel new wings and a new skin. It's like, whoa, this is new. (laughs) This is not right. Something's different. I got to go back in. And that's definitely where I've been these past, probably since March until now we're in June, probably April to June. And I know I'm being super vague, (laughs) But I promise you guys, maybe a little in a little bit, you know, a few weeks, I don't know. I'm going to make announcements on what's been going on and dive more into what has been going on because, wow, you know, talk about a brand new Isabel that's here and talking to you, and it's incredible because. I think back to a year ago, you know, we were in pure pandemic mode, lockdowns, looking forward to a very bleak summer, bleak future <laughs> and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I miss the past. I miss the old me. I miss the way my life used to be. That's That was something really real I went through last year was just kind of mourning the death of my old life, mourning the death of life pre-pandemic, mourning the death of who I used to be so carefree and now I was just like doom, doom, doom and gloom. I went through really, really dark time back in late spring and during the summer last year because it was like, what do I do? You know, I used to travel so much and see new things and meet new people. And that was just like, all of that was just taken out from under me and not knowing what to do, you know? So it was very different. Not not just that. That was just that was like my the tip of the iceberg of what I was feeling. But that was, you know, my happiness was travel. And to have that taken away from you and have only work and have only worries and fear of the future. You know, it's kind of like life is not life without some joy. You can't just have a joyless life without any fun or any adventure or any of that. You have to have something that makes you feel alive. And I didn't. <laughs> so that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg of what, what what I was going through last year. But a lot of self-doubt, a lot of fear of the future, thinking, oh my gosh, you know, what am I gonna do? What's gonna happen? Is this gonna be like this forever? And all types of things. I'm sure a lot of you can empathize <laughs> with that. But a year ago, in that mindset, I would have never ever in a million years imagined, that would be where I am right now, just a year later. I mean, life can change in a span of a few months. And that's what I'm saying is that even though we've been collectively dealing with these traumas, there's such a thing as post-traumatic growth. You know, we've all heard of post-traumatic stress disorder, but there is such a thing as post-traumatic growth, which is what I feel I am experiencing right now: is all that difficulty, all that darkness, anxiety, depression, all those things that I've been through, not just from last year, but collectively from my youth, is kind of coming to a head, and I've learned so much from those dark times that. I am now able to enjoy life in a more fulfilling way. I can actually enjoy the moments and be grateful for them. And wow, be grateful for the sun, feeling the sun on my skin. I mean, I am from here in Texas. And back in February, we had this crazy snowstorm. I'm sure a lot of you guys heard of it. Crazy snowstorm that wiped out the power grid for so many people. And just, oh my goodness, it was horrible. It was terrible. I I don't even want to think about it. I think I blocked it out of my mind so much because it was kind of, it was pretty traumatic. Luckily for me and my loved ones, it wasn't so hard, but for a lot of our neighbors and people that we knew, it was pretty tough. So I think back to then when it was so, so cold and it was snowing and I was like, where's the sun? Where's the sun? And now that there's so much sunshine and heat, it's like, wow, I actually really enjoy it because I know what it's like to be in that depressing cold where people's houses were getting flooded because their pipes were bursting or people were dying in fires because they were lighting fires in their house because they didn't have heat on in this freezing weather. And, you know, it was just very sad, sad situation, but going through that and and getting through that, by the grace of God, you learn so much to appreciate those little things, which I, full, I fully acknowledge that I took for granted. So that's where I've been now. I can tend to get emotional thinking about it and talking about it, but I talk about these things so that those of you listening, you listening right now, that no matter what season of your life you're going through, you may completely resonate with my journey because you've been somewhere similar and you're currently going through similar things. So you're like, yes, but I totally understand. Or you can be in that place of, man, my life is not going well at all. <laughs> it's tough out here. It's rough out here. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what this optimism is. I don't know what she means. My life has been stagnant for years and all this. And I'm talking about this for you specifically. If you have been in a place, you feel like you've been in that cocoon for a long time. If you feel like you've been stagnant, you've been waiting for a change. You've been waiting for things to get better. I'm going to say this. Don't wait for things to get better. You pray, you have faith and you work on yourself you go inside, you be introspective, you use that cocoon time, not to put pressure on yourself to be perfect and be healed and being a shiny new penny already, but take that time inside the cocoon to really get to know yourself, to face those things that you've been avoiding, to face those things that you're afraid of, to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself about where you are. Are you happy where you are? Yes, good for you. I'm happy for you too. Are you not happy where you are? Well, maybe something needs to change. And so for me, when I realized something needed to change, I started to dive more into the divine feminine and developing that. A big way that I got into this was studying Mary Magdalene, studying Mary, Mother of Jesus, And so studying these women for me who have all my life been a source of inspiration and protection of love and of faith, diving more into their stories and getting to know them and having a relationship with them and having more of a relationship with Christ also allowed me to be more whole and loving of myself and not thinking that I needed to be Another type of way, I needed to change and be more like this person, or that there was anything inherently wrong with me. I realized that a lot of the things I had to let go were not me at all. They were things or ideas or limiting beliefs that were put into my head by life, by difficulty. You know, when we fail at something, it's really easy to get into that place of, oh, I'm a failure. We start to define ourselves by our failures. We start to define ourselves by the mean things people have said to us or said about us online or just how people have treated us or how a stranger in the street gave us a bad look. And we start defining ourselves by how others are viewing us and what others are thinking of us. We forget to go within and look at who we truly are and face and make peace with who we truly are. And that's, for me, what going on this healing journey of the divine feminine has allowed me to do. Make peace with the things that were not so pretty, that I thought I had to hide away from the world, that people would make fun of me for or criticize me for. And as a person who's online and public or whatever you may want to say, you know, people are going to say all types of things to you. That's something I've had to deal with. And there's going to be people who tell you, oh, grow a thicker skin. You need to be tougher. Stop being so weak. That is something a family member told me. And my first reaction when I was told that was to beat myself up. And say, yeah, Isabel, why aren't you tougher? Why am I weak? But then, that was my gut reaction. But then I had to stop myself and stand up for myself and say, no. This is how I feel. This is how it affects me. And there's nothing wrong with that. To be vulnerable is to be strong. It's not weak of me to not like certain things or to have opinions on certain things or to be clear on what's bothering me or what doesn't resonate with me or what doesn't sit right or having standards or protecting my heart. There's nothing weak about that. So don't ever think that you are weak or you are lesser than or you're not good enough because of what somebody else has told you, because people simply reflect onto us and project onto us how they feel about themselves. So instead of getting mad at that person for saying something to you that maybe hurt you, perhaps standing your own truth and stand in the light of the truth. And when you do that, you are not only strengthening yourself, In showing yourself that your feelings and your values and who you are is valid and you deserve to take up space, but you're also shedding a light on that other person and also giving them kind of the space to be more vulnerable and true to themselves. Because a lot of people simply have masks on and when you don't have your mask on and you're showing your face and you're fearless, they want to say, why the hell don't you have a mask on like me? How dare you? (laughs) How could you have the audacity to not have a mask on? And that is how society works. So to go against society and do things your way, you know, Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. You know, that's the song right there. Play it for yourself when you need that reminder. Is when you do things your way, and people are going to say all types of things and not like it and feel uncomfortable when you're vulnerable because it reminds them of their own vulnerabilities. That's when you know you're standing in the light of the truth because the light just puts everything out there. So that starts, that freedom really starts from you deciding to go within and if you're not happy with whatever aspect of your life you're not happy and you feel stagnant, you feel stuck, you feel like you're in a rut, instead of beating yourself up about get, being in the rut, know that the rut, that rock bottom, being in a hole is teaching you so much and it's shedding a light on you. That's why you feel uncomfortable. So face it. Talk about it. Write about it in your journal. Talk about it to your therapist, to a friend, to a family member. Even the judgmental ones. (laughs) Even the ones who are quick to judge and point out your flaws. Talk about it to them. At first, they're going to attack you. And at first, they're going to be like, what the heck? But when you come out the other side, it's like, wow. If I could go through an emotional conversation or an uncomfortable conversation with a judgmental person. And get out of it through the other side. Relatively unscathed. Then I can really deal with what anyone wants to say about me. I know I'm kind of going off in a tangent there. But that is something that really has happened to me throughout my journey. Is being this authentic version of myself. If I'm tired, I sleep. I don't apologize for sleeping in a little bit. I'm tired. My body's tired. I don't apologize for not juggling a million things at once. I don't apologize for not being a great multitasker, which I'm not. (laughs) And that's something I've been battling against myself for years, was not being able to multitask. Now I realize that not multitasking is a gift, Because it allows me to be 100% present in whatever I'm doing at the time. Like right now, 100% here with you as I'm talking. 100% here in this space, thinking, watching the little red ticker, the top of my screen of the recording right now. And that to me is more valuable and more of a strength than if I was trying to get all these things done at a time. However, just because I've made peace with a lot of aspects of my life and myself and my personality and my true self, and I've come to love my flaws and my mistakes and things like that, I'm also very much open to challenges. And I am challenging myself for these next few months till the end of this year to show up and be the best that I can be. And being the best that you can be and being the best that I can be are very, very different. What can be the best for you can be a lot different than what is the best for me. So instead of thinking, how can I be the best? How can I be perfect? Like I used to, which used to stagnate me in so many ways when I used to put this pressure on myself to be the most perfect, to be the best, to be flawless. I realized that that need for flawlessness, that need for perfection was just Trying to please others, trying to please others and make people, other people, proud of me. But I have to ask myself, how can I make myself proud? How can I push myself and challenge myself to grow? And growth is not all this pretty stuff. Growth is hard. Like I was talking about before, growth is difficult. Growth can be ugly. Growth can be a lot of mistakes made, but it's also about learning from mistakes. And not beating yourself up for going through things that you did in the past. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm challenging myself to show up as my best self. As I am that day or that morning or that evening. Because what can be our best on Monday can look a lot different from our best on Tuesday. Or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. On Monday we may wake up super motivated. Lots of energy. And on Tuesday we may feel tired. And only get a few things done on our to-do lists. Or it can be just even making a to-do list is a huge win for you on a Monday. Or even getting one thing out of the day done on Tuesday is a big thing. And then on Wednesday is a new day. And treating each and every day as a different day as a different piece of your life is going to lessen the burden on you. And something that I've learned myself is not to judge myself on a Tuesday for what I did wrong on Monday or Sunday. Starting each day as a brand new page, as a brand new slate. Oh my, how liberating is that? It's incredibly liberating. So that's how I'm challenging myself is to just show up as my best and however my best looks that day, it's fine. What's important is that I keep moving forward and I don't focus on the past, but instead I focus on making the future even better and building upon all these wonderful things that I've built upon already and enjoying also life because life is so short. And that's something I've realized. Life goes by so quickly and we blink and we may miss it all. So instead of getting hung up on what's not going right in life, Focus on what is going right in life and you'll see how things change. Your mentality changes. You have more love and grace towards yourself and your own life and your shortcomings. And you really do show up as your best, most authentic self. So that's my challenge for the rest of the year as half of this year has already flown by. Oh my goodness. (laughs) In comparison with last year. But it has flown by in a good way. Some of the dark times of this year, the tough moments, I got through them, even when I thought they would be difficult. And now I feel at peace, at ease. I'm in a very loving and beautiful relationship, and not only with myself, but with an incredible person, and I could not be any any happier And I know I keep a lot of things private, but that's one thing that I've been really grateful for these, you know, this last year of craziness and difficulty also brought in one of the most special people in my entire life that I've ever met. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change if if I hadn't gone through all that stuff, I would have never met him and I wouldn't be the right person for him. And he wouldn't be the right person for me. And now it's like all the healing I've done in the past, all the growth, all that has really aligned me with this person who brings me peace, who makes me happy and who I add happiness to. I have truly found my divine masculine counterpart. And I believe that he came into my life and we fit together perfectly because I did the divine feminine healing and I did the inner work and I don't like to talk about my relationships publicly or anything like that. I keep my relationship very, very private and so just talking about it now, I I talk about it so that... You know that the inner work is not in vain. It's never in vain. You know, don't do inner work just because you want to find the perfect person. I mean, that's a part of it. And it's beautiful to want to share your life with somebody and not be in a toxic relationship with somebody who's been in toxic relationships in the past and been unhealed and toxic myself. To be in a healthy, healed relationship makes all the inner work and all the healing so beautiful and makes it even more worth it. But what you gain even more powerfully from doing inner work and inner healing is that strong bond with yourself and that inner peace within yourself to where things can be so chaotic in the outside, but you feel at ease when the lights are out, when it's quiet, when it's just you and your heartbeat and your breath. In the night sky. And that. Is so valuable. Because when you get to that place. It makes you someone that feels. That knows that you are worthy of love. That you are worthy of happiness. That you are worthy of prosperity. You become a person that stops complaining so much. And just goes back to your own inner child. And sees life. As something amazing. As awe-inspiring, is something wonderful. I feel like my generation and you know, other generations too, newer generations, we are very much being trained to look for the bad. And I say this as a critique on myself, on people I know, because it is kind of A burden that we carry upon ourselves to be always looking at what's wrong and not focusing on the good. We feel that focusing on the good or focusing on our progress, not perfection is somehow harmful and it's not. We need to restore hope in our hearts again. We need to restore optimism. We need to restore faith, blind faith in the future, in our future, in our humanity And have love for humanity again and not anger towards ourselves or the past or our mistakes or other people who aren't doing things the way we think they should be doing things. And allow ourselves and others to be human and to make mistakes and grow and learn. And being truthful to yourself, being honest to yourself and within between you and God is everything. Because when you get to that level of inner peace, nothing anyone says or does really hurts you as much. And if it hurts, it's okay, you're human. But we have to stop looking at the outer world and expecting it to mold to us or stop expecting ourselves to mold to the outer world and instead go within. That inner world is where it all begins. And... As I was going through difficulty last year, I forgot that. I lost sight of that. But now, as I'm going through my own changes and I've come out of my cocoon and come out of that phase, I realize it all really does start from within. We are a piece of the puzzle. And you'll see as things begin to shift inwardly, a lot of people hate hearing that, but it's the cold, hard truth. When things start shifting internally, things shift outwardly. And not only that, it's not that the world starts to change all of a sudden, like an inception and it all starts to fall apart or build up. And No, it's almost like you get to this level of equilibrium that really no matter what's going on outside of you doesn't have so much of an effect on you because you're good with you. You're good with what you see in the mirror And to hell to anyone who's not good with it. Who's not okay with it. Who has something to say about it. And my gosh, is that liberating. That's what I've learned this past few months. This past year. And it is something that a lot of people have disagreed with me with. Tell me to do things a certain way. And I, I... And more than ever trusting myself and my intuition and not being afraid of it, because I was afraid of it. And that's something divine feminine healing has allowed me to do is being more fearlessly and comfortably listening to my intuition, which comes from God. So that's all I have for you today, my loves. I can be here all day talking and there's so much I haven't shared and I want to share and I will share. And every day I'm finding new ways when I get inspirations and I get ideas and making sure there are new ways that I can share. I can show up as, mo- as authentic as I can for you guys in order to help and be a light. If you're interested in coaching with me, by the way, I have been taking clients all this time. That's Basically, what I do when I'm not on YouTube or podcasting is I'm coaching, which is my passion. And so if you'd like to work with me, go to takingbackyourpower.com, click on coaching, and you'll have all the information there. Fill out the questionnaire and be in contact with you. If I haven't been in contact with you. It's because my list is very, very long and I can only take a few clients at a time, but... I would love to work with you. And if coaching is not for you, one-on-one personal coaching is not for you at the moment, always check out my Goddess Reset program. There will be new updates coming soon. I'm excited about. they have taken a long time, but they will be worth it. So go take advantage of it. And it'd be my pleasure to work with you through your own journeys. Because how rewarding it is for me to see your growth, to hear your stories. Oh my goodness, it truly is. All right, my loves, my angels, no matter what you may be going through, you've probably been through a lot, and I want to congratulate you if you're listening to this right now. You've made it to where you are right now in life. You're breathing, you're alive. You can hear this. You've made it thus far. You've been through the toughest times of your life so far. You're here, you're alive. That is something to truly be grateful for, to celebrate. So congratulations, beautiful being. You're here with me. You've made it to the end of this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to hear more. And also follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram. And follow me on YouTube. Isabel Palacios is my YouTube channel name. I'm not on TikTok or Twitter prefer to stay off of those, but yes, I love you all so very much, and always remember this, my beautiful angels, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you look like, no matter what you've been through, or what you're currently going through, always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power, always, always, always come from within. I love you all. Don't forget to join me next episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye!